Lords and ladies, apologies for the lateness. We're not late. It's 6.01. It says 6.01. Don't we start at 6? Yeah. That's a write-up. Fired! That's a write-up in the corporate world. Um, <laughs> Cheers. We are which, Radio Loud. Shockingly, we do have real jobs. I'm your host, Doug Tobert. <laughs> and with me this week, Stefan Weber. And uh, we're a couple of fucking uh, words we can't say. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a good week, you know? I was... Uh, it was a good week. Carrying some groceries up the, the, the day. Bag snap. And no. no. <laughs> I swear to God, uh, most of my neighbors are old, and um, they always pounce on you when you have the handicapped. When you you have the handicapped. you can't get away. You're weighed down. Yeah, they, they get you, you 50 when you yeah, in the tar pit. 50 pounds of groceries on you. You've gone up two flights of stairs, and they catch you. It's like, oh! so glad i caught you good job help <laughs> like me with this yeah. and you're like you see this but i'm not a piece of shit so i set all that down i'm like okay what do you want and just do this do can that. you move my shiffer robe from the bedroom <laughs> to the living room it's just too much work to get ready in the morning uh, in could you area. move my wardrobe uh, the kids from nani are knocking and they're keeping me up at night <laughs> It's uh, full. Is maple a, a heavy wood? Mm. Cedar? It's some extremely heavy wood, and I need you to move it by yourself. And then you drop it on your toe, mm. and your nail falls off. And like then it's like, oh, this is my son. He's in the Air Force. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's cool. His picture of him in a jet, and was like, actually, that's pretty cool. I kind of feel like a fucking loser. <laughs> but he's not here now. <laughs> then you flex and yeah. pull your back. And uh, you know you do you do your duty, and then you go back out to your shit that is just sitting in the hallway, and you have to like some now all the bags are just a mess because I don't use a cart. The association here puts carts out so you can you know put your groceries on a cart and then use the elevator. You're a young man. You don't need that. No, it's not because of that. It's because I'm fucking lazy. And I don't want to make another trip back down. Oh, to return it. <laughs> yeah. So now I have this tangled mess of bags, and I have to, like, reconfigure putting one under over, I like, you had each. you the bag clips. I do, but I forget them. I fucking forget them, man. That's funny, because we do the same thing. I bought reusable grocery bags, because I feel like a piece of shit when I'm, when, every time we go there and we get plastic I bags. don't, because I have pets that shit in my house, and I need to dispose of it, and you can't flush. I used to think that, but my... In tank of plastic bags versus how much dog shit I was picking up was extremely skewed, mm. and I have basically a cupboard full of plastic bags. Mm, nice. I don't need that many. So we got the reusable ones, and they're insulated. They're really nice. Every time we go grocery shopping, the last, like, five, six times, they weren't in the car. We forgot about them. They're at home. That uh, did I'll 3D print you some, uh, because mine... For the audience is 3D printed and it'll hold like 50 pounds. It's a plastic carabiner, so I'll make you some so you can just keep. I wonder some if that'll the... work with the because uh, the reusables I have actually have plastic handles. I wonder if I'll be able to loop it through and grab all of them. 
They're actually really nice bags. <laughs> I'm like super old. happy. You with... fucking sound. Oh man. <laughs> oh, oh, this you guys grown ass adult. You guys like Stefan's bag uh, collection? Leave a comment. <laughs> <laughs> Leave a comment below. But uh, that that's something we actually have to start doing. And I fucking abhor doing it. But you know, if you're out there listening on the in the audio world, and we you would, read it. You would like to, um, you know, watch it on video or on YouTube, in case you didn't know, and, you know, give us a little subby-poo. There's, yeah, there's ways to get a hold of us. You can comment on the YouTube videos. You can interact with us on Twitch and stuff. We read people's suggestion boxes. You can tell us that we're mentally handicapped. That's happened already, <laughs> yeah. I was told to get a real job. I definitely have a real job. Yep, because we made fun I of work for Louis your... C.K. <laughs> yeah, I work for the U.S. government. <laughs> so, thanks for your tax dollars. Um... But, uh, mm. yeah, like, comment. We'll read stuff. We, you did suggestion boxes from people that commented on you last week. Uh, yeah. Well, that was uh, on Facebook. Yeah, but, I know. But yeah. they could still do it on YouTube. Yeah. You can also, uh, you know, go to our website and email us through there. Yeah. Uh, com. So let's get back to the goods. The goods? So, you got any more tales from this week? Or are we going to talk yeah, about Yeah, I want to talk okay. about the fucking accident in front of my house. The city bus. <laughs> right as I'm leaving, right as I'm leaving, I walk out the door, I look straight up. There's five cop cars, an ambulance, and I can't see what happened. There's like a city bus obscuring the street and what's going on on the other side. Mm-hmm. There's tons of cops all over the place. So, I hop in my car and I leave because it's not obstructing the way that I go down. And it's a fender bender between a city bus and like a and like a, a hatchback tr- car at like it the light must have changed the bus went the hatchback didn't you said and it was like a, a fender bender when you say fender bender that kind of like downplays it because that's what it is right it's like that's what it was it was just somebody bumped yep, this car there was bump. no damage on the the car but there was an ambulance right? i see this lady in the stretcher with her like neck brace getting Pulled into the ambulance. I know that city bus driver got fired. The bus was cleared <laughs> off. Like, I, I'm just somebody handed it, it up. I'm picturing it like uh, getting you. You get hit by a car, and then you're like, "Oh man, god damn it!" And the guy gets out, and he's like super nice about it, and he looks at you, and he's like, "Oh, dude, are you okay?" And then you're like, "Yeah, I'm fine." What? George Clooney? (laughs) (laughs) I don't feel so good. But instead of Clooney, it's the fucking city. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That person must have hammed the hell out of it. And it was messed up because that wasn't the only accident I saw on the way back from my house. I saw one. I saw at least four. And that's only, you're only a few blocks from me, honestly. You're like not that long of a stretch. It's just one, it's a straight shot across town. It's the. Entire crosstown distance? That's what, like two, three miles, maybe? Uh, from here to your house? How far do you think it is? It's like, at least seven. Seven? <laughs> maybe 12. I don't know. I'm a terrible judge of distance. Yeah, you're a terrible judge of things. <laughs> but it was it was just accident, 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 accident. But City Bus 1 took the cake. Mad sure. Milwaukee, Fury Road, Hampton. Oh. Yeah, it, it's kind of funny um, watching people who don't drive in Milwaukee comment on milwaukee traffic it's like oh it's crazy out there and it's like it is but you know everyone in used to it yeah <laughs> i fucking hate driving in chicago you know you really hate to see it but you your peers start to turn into you know the mothers that you used to know <laughs> oh 
you gotta go to Milwaukee or get shot immediately. It's like, lay off the news, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Let's lay into the news. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what lay do we, off. Let's lay in. What, what do you want to go into first? We want to start light art or we want to start with the, the serious stuff? I don't know. I think this article that you just posted recently oh, to yeah. our shared content is pretty good. Straight out of, I believe the TV show is Taboo on Nat Geo. It's weird. <laughs> was it Nat design. Geo? I don't remember. It was all. Let, of those, let's talk about the story first, and then go into the comparison. All those channels this. changed around the same time, right. though, and they did stupid reality stuff. But this is like straight out of Taboo. People fucking gas tanks. People into wearing diapers. Oh yeah, there was that like, one. It was a. a person who was in love with an amusement park ride it was like a ferris wheel oh yeah and up and down they were like kissing it oh oh man it and there there was another one in love with a car yeah that was a guy fucking the gas tank and the exhaust pipe (laughs) people are fucking weird oh that's a bad mess so this one is Gilbert Mann fakes Down syndrome, hires caregivers to bathe him and change diapers. He thought it was foolproof. And his mug... Let's see it. Now, I was looking at this, and I was like, what's that shit under his eye? He has like a little little sleep or something? It's like a pustule. Maybe he has a sty. A sty of the eye. But, uh, yeah, this guy... Real good neck beard going on. He was a crossing guard. And... I think he went for over 30 visits before one of them started to suspect something. And I think it was multiple caregivers. Did this guy just try to go Eric Cartman? <laughs> I don't remember. Well, I actually There's I do kind of remember. episode where yeah. Cartman tries to win the Special Olympics, basically. Right. Like uh, the ringer in <laughs> Knoxville, except he wins over their hearts somehow. Um, but yeah, this guy... What we suspect is that he had, like, one of those adult baby fetishes, you know, like a, a diaper. I mean, at this point, the evidence just lines up. Right. <laughs> I mean, the, this is a, this, what is this, ABC? It's a local ABC channel, yeah. and they can't exactly, like, go into, um, you know, the smut of Okay, it. this is wild but speculation There are point. people out there that... They eat that shit up. Yeah, they literally. like to uh, be a, a, an adult baby, basically. And one person is the baby, and then the other one is the caregiver. It's some sort of, you know... Uh, some people put on donkey masks. Some people go to church. Some people put on diapers, you know? Um, <laughs> so... That was in uh, a TV show called Sirens. Have you ever watched this show? What? Sirens. Hmm. It's about EMTs that go around the city of Chicago. It was the U.S. adaption. You can find it on like Hulu and Netflix. But it's like basically a buddy work comedy. Buddy cop except first responders. Yeah, buddy buddy work uh, show. And one of the guys recants a story of, yeah, this lady died in her apartment. She had a heart attack. And he thinks he hears something in the closet. He goes to investigate it. And it's a guy in a diaper. And he's just like, my life, I have been scarred for the rest of my life. He's like, I did tours in Nam, and I've never seen anything more disturbing. <laughs> Dude, okay. It's a good show. Okay, back to, back to the nitty gritty, man. Of so diapers? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, 
trying to understand it. Do these people, you know, uh, do they just like it as, like, the aesthetic of it? Or do they actually shit in the diapers and have the I'm other going with person? with that one. I think it's the freedom of being able to crap and piss wherever you want and then have somebody else clean it up for you. <laughs> well, I don't know how satisfying that would be to me, man. You know? Just like, uh, what if they are not good at it? Can, you know, because some parents are not good at changing their parents' diaper. They get a little rashy, you know? What if they just shake you? <laughs> just shake the hell out of you. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm a bad man. <laughs> so this guy, he went for about 30 visits. Uh, could you, uh, there's the listing of the site. There's a site you can go, I think it's care.com. Care yeah, and you can sign up to have somebody, you know, take care of you. And this guy basically went there, and uh, the woman recanting uh, him, like basically taking advantage of it, was a CNA. And she was saying she's, you know, basically drawn to people who need help. That's their kind of like personality archetype. And things started to get a little fishy. I don't really know what tipped her off, but. She, she just thought it was weird. I'm reading it right now. The this uh this caregiver's like I thought it was weird, so I followed him home. And yeah. then she met her, his parents. Ah! He's, like, he's not he's not he doesn't have downs. Oh <laughs> <laughs> No, that's how it is. That's Almost. what it is. That's yeah, what it I know, is in I here. Know. <laughs> he doesn't need diapers either. And she's uh. just like, oh no. <laughs> oh my god. Could you imagine being that guy? And then having that exposed to your parents, of all people? I mean, what if you got a male care caregiver, though? I guess... I mean, what if you got a male caregiver, though? I guess maybe he doesn't care. Maybe it's uh, on care.com. It's like, you know, a swipe left, swipe right situation. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm, I'm, I'm Michael, and this is... Uh, I'm Michael. I'd like to be your male caregiver. I'm Michelle. I'd like to be your female caregiver. And then you just decide which one you want. Oh, the fast track world of how about one step further, further, man. I, I know there's like, there's fetish sites out there for some people who like this and like you would post there, but it's the wide umbrella of it. What if there was one just exclusively for the adult baby realm where you could, you could swipe by I'm sure it's out there, baby or farmers.com. It can only be a few <laughs> steps away from, from baby assist assistance. There's a Christian mingle, which, yep. for, like, honestly, Christians could lay, you, lay together you in your chastity belt. Fucking <laughs> better name. <laughs> lay together in your chastity belts. Don't have sex. <laughs> <laughs> That's if uh, you know. In uh, I don't know if you're still a virgin. You go, on, you go on ten dates and then you just get married. <laughs> or something like you just go on an arbitrary number of dates and you get married just so you can bone ah <laughs> oh, i'm married to god uh what if there was one for like nuns some sort of like catholic one i feel like they would just be that would be like the, isn't that christian the, no no uh, dude come on catholics man this is the biggest fucking sluts out there man and not to shame them or anything, but there is a common trope where it's well, like... Well, it depends, I guess, what kind of Catholic you are. But the, the repressed the, Catholic girl or whatever, uh, what, you know? what do they call... 
what is the word for that? The uh, don't slut shame, don't kink shame. What's the word for the the like pope and all the cardinals and stuff? It starts with an E. Uh, I don't know. I was not a Catholic man. I went to one Catholic wedding. It was weird. <laughs> it was like two hours of just. Woo. It was almost like you know uh, that Batashuka stuff, but. You that's know. yeah that's some orthodox yeah i've done irish catholic stuff where you just burn in the fires of hell no matter what you do you can't win <laughs> <laughs> you came here you're still burning in the fires of hell <laughs> come and get some confessions and then you know it's over uh did the lutheran thing which is just like this is a loose interpretation of the rules but like try to be a good person this is cool that's great. Get them in. Fill the pe- fill the seats. They don't yeah. got pews there, man. They got seats. They got cushions on the seats, man. I did regular, just plain old Catholic. I'm pretty sure. Now, when you Catholic say did, because I, I went to Catholic school. Yeah, you say yeah. did. You, you know, you did. Did you go or were you forced to? You go? had to go midway through school. Ugh. They had little thirty-minute episodes. <laughs> <sighs> Spooky adventures <laughs> of Catholicism. Kneel at, yeah, kneel at the pews, say your prayers. Okay. Good times. Next story. <laughs> Get a little juicy with it. Yeah, this the one's ICC a, stuff. This one's a little bit more serious. So the ICC, the International Criminal Court, the uh, was it uh, Rome Commission? They call uh, it? The Rome. You're statute? referring to the Rome Statute. Yeah, Rome Statute. Which is something that the UN put in place. Uh, it wasn't necessarily the UN. I think it was something that developed actually um, independent of the UN. It was a treaty amongst countries to um, put in place a system that would um, come into play if the government failed to persecute certain Yeah, that's what the ICC is for, but the yeah. UN can still call on the ICC to have them come in yeah. and investigate but people. But I don't want to misconstrue that it was the UN that put them in place. I actually did some like digging the, on For the Rome the statute specifically? Because yeah. there's only certain countries that are part of this. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Yeah. It is a lot, and you would think that the U.S. would be all for this kind of thing, because it... That's the thing. It's, cha- it's changed. Oh, it's it's kind of like a pendulum. It's been changing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, but they're I, not part of it officially right now. And I they thought haven't it, been for some time. I thought it was kind of funny that when it formed, there was a ceremony for the you know the voting and the formation of it that was held at the UN headquarters in New York in a country that isn't even for it that actually came out to vote against it. Not anymore. That is for sure. So the ICC is the International Criminal Court. It's based in the netherlands yeah what's the uh the there's like a this dates back to like 2005 no no there's before this specifically there is a place it's called the hague that's what it is oh uh, the hague is where yeah. this is actually it's uh considered the du- the judicial the judicial capital of the world i think there's something like 160 institutions of law there and this dates back to like the 1800s i believe it's that one I'm old. not sure on. That one I'm not it sure It is on. old. I lo- it's, it is over 100 years old. It dates back to one of the first international um, communities. I think the first one was set up in like 1899, uh, where there was treaties to for 
nations to establish a certain rhetoric for things you just don't do even in war. Yeah. Which just blows my mind that, you know, war is war. But things that are we'll so that. things that are have happened that are just so terrible that people are like, "No, no, you, even in war, you don't do this." Yep. Cuz it it it's the, it was the 1890s you said? Yeah, I think it was 1899, one of the first ones. That's when the that's when people were buttoned down. There was a gentleman still roaming around the streets, right? And And it kind of stemmed out of that. So these guys, the the Hague has a storied history. The ICC itself, though, is relatively new. I think it's only a few decades old, Mm -hmm. or a decade old almost. It was only 2005, I think, it formed. I just felt like it it deserved mentioning because the Hague is actually where they keep some of these individuals. They extract them from the countries. If they can. If they can, and then... And some of them have been voluntary. The yeah. Because the ICC has prosecuted a number of people. You'll probably be familiar with the name Joseph Coney. Yep, the Coney. Child, the child warrior, warlord in Africa. I was reading a little bit about him earlier, just to like refresh my mind. I knew he was recruiting child recruits, but he actually thought he was some sort of... Prophet. Yeah. Some and spiritual savant almost i forget the actual name of the uh like military group that he was in but he believed that he was being visited by some sort of like multinational deity or something yeah like that. he was like i'm part of all these religions I, there was like chinese influences a bunch of weird yep. shit yeah and but he there to was give a you big some push, figures you remember this there was a big push of that on facebook it's like oh coney t- yep. i think it was like 2012 we got stuck this even guy. that they i don't feel like people really understood it what was going on but yeah. that was an icc decided that he was guilty mm-hmm. that's part of what stemmed from that and the documentary it was called uh just to give people invisible children 66,000 children were recruited for these purposes he's the child is, soldiers guy it is a fucking huge number could you that is crazy like I don't know the figures of uh, the numbers we went to war in Iraq with, you know? You want me to bring it up? <laughs> uh, I was looking up to... figures just uh, because of, uh, uh, we haven't really gone to a topic of like, uh, just like Iraq war stati- statistics. That's uh, that's By less. By 2007, the peak numbers, according to uh, Wikipedia, were... 170,000 soldiers. But that's not what we went there with, you know. Okay, so back to this ICC. Okay. So they they did uh, Joseph Coney. They're currently investigating the president of the Philippines, Duarte, and they poked their head around in the Georgian-Russian conflict, which was kind of a blip in history, but it echoed and had some similarities to the Ukraine and Russia stuff that's going on right now. And I'd also like to say that although... The ICC has spent a lot of its time investigating things in Africa. They're now starting to branch out due to some slight criticisms from other people. So they've investigated some things in the Middle East, some of the European conflicts, and they don't find everybody guilty. There have been a couple people on their mm-hmm. docket that I've I looked through their docket. They've found a, a number of people innocent of war crimes. But there have been a number of detractors, Russia, China, and the U.S. included to just the ICC in general, which I think is sort of ironic. I don't know if you saw the statement by the U.S. Uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, Bolton, where he referred to the ICC as not our allies. 
I don't hmm. know if you saw that comment. Why is it because they're actually like holding, trying to hold some individuals here accountable? There isn't a. They recently launched an investigation into the Afghan conflict, but I just I, think the I, I comment in say, itself makes no sense because it's based in the Netherlands. It's well, yeah. There's that, and but there's also the aspect of you know if somebody's coming after your country or something like that. Ally doesn't mean good or bad. It just means they're allied with you, you know? But... I guess that's true of the wording. Yeah. They're not really your ally if they're coming after you, but... You'd think... You'd think you'd want to... You'd think you wouldn't want to have anything to hide from people that, in my mind, I consider the UN and the Netherlands, most of Europe, an ally of the US. Yes, exactly. You'd think you'd want to be able to... Mm-hmm. I was just playing devil's advocate. I didn't. I wasn't stating yeah. any opinion or anything. But I'm, like I'm still trying to defend it. Is right. the point of? I consider those people our allies, like Europe and the Netherlands. Like the Netherlands, I got some statistics. You know, they're the third largest, and uh, they're the sur- third large largest direct foreign investor. Netherlands to the U.S. and the largest U.S. to the Netherlands, like, foreign investors in each other's economies. Like, yeah. I would definitely consider someone like that our ally. This is just w- another thing that the... I don't know how um, involved with this administration this particular individual is. He's just during this administration, and it is doing more in this time where we've already already kind of, like, sullied some relations with our allies. Yeah, and that's... <clears throat> not favorable favorable on a global scale. Now, granted, not everything that's happened in the history of this investigation into Afghanistan happened during his regime. That's undeniable. Like he was, he's been there for a year under his regime, mm-hmm. right? But <clears throat> I just it's uh, it's a hot mess, and I don't think it makes us look good on a global scale. But there's just. There's a lot of shit going on right now that is not making us look good on a global scale. Uh, withdrawing from the Paris Accord for environmental reform, uh, that I just could not fucking believe. Go to go to France. They're, they literally have made a statement. They're just like, if you want to do environmental work, we'll hire you. you can, we'll give you citizenship. You can come here. Hmm. No thanks. <laughs> i mean that's amicable but uh-uh yeah no i don't know if i'd want to i i like really enjoy the french people but just for all the shit most americans give the french they deal with so much they deal with a lot of terrorism and other inc- uh incidents quite frequently right and uh i was thinking about that earlier and uh i didn't want to go into like make this like oh 9-11 was this week we have to talk about 9-11 but uh just for like something like war crimes and stuff like that and when the kind of like time frame that this icc was established it was originally pitched in 1998 actually came into fruition in 2002 and i was just thinking about like the whole like post 9-11 thing because um, I've heard not just Americans refer to the terminology of post-9-11 world. 
And it doesn't really, like, having been a young kid, I was in seventh grade. Like, I, re I remember where I was when that shit went down. Uh, I was in, like, a home ec class making fucking aprons or some shit. Yeah. It's <laughs> in fifth grade. I think we were on out. <clears throat> I, w I think we were at lunch or the gymnasium. We all got called into our classrooms for it or something. Uh, the crazy thing about that is, like, if you look at... Um, just like American casualties from that one event and American casualty casualties as a direct effect of the war. I think from 2016, the entire war casualty uh, rack was like 4,429, something like that. And that was over like 15 years of warfare you know uh that day was like 2996 i believe just like in the span of a couple hours that was just like kind of crazy to think about um and yes the rest of the world like deals with terrorism but you hear it, it's nothing on the scale of like uh, d definitely that. not on the scale i never would even try to compare that but they no that's not what with, i was saying it, yeah, it's just kind of like crazy to think about it. it's like three thousand people just went into oblivion in like the blink of an eye basically you know I f that is true it did it felt like it went on like all day though so i remember it even going home and there was still going on because there was the pentagon thing the multiple other plane hits like it went over the course of like an entire day mm -hmm. I don't know if that's just how it was reported. Well, the, the attacks were very much within like a couple hours of each other, I believe. But uh, it's Maybe just... it's because we got sent home early. We probably got sent home early. I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember. It's a that, vague and shaky experience yeah, outside right? of... Like, I remember where I was, but I remember every detail of the day. Yeah. I remember like the exact moment that like somebody was like, some Shit's fucked up on. shit happened. Yeah. You know? I, I think we got sent home early. But the ICC investigating the U.S., and this is because Afghanistan actually called for it. Yeah. They were just like, investigate this. And this mm -hmm. is on the wake of Palestine calling for an investigation into Israel as well. Yeah, so what exactly are they calling for Afghanistan to be investigated? It looks like it's the U.S. military and CIA and the Taliban. So it's not even just one side. It's mm -hmm. we want you to look into just some of the bullshit that happened mm -hmm. or possible bullshit which the ICC obliges because Afghanistan is part of mm -hmm. the the Rome statute yep and the uh even though the US is not so the US hey you can't investigate us that's bullshit right which you'd think as a nation trying to play on the global scale you'd want to I understand it's not pot, maybe necessarily possible being that we're at war to hold yourself to a super high standard, but you'd think you'd want to appear on a high standard to those around you. You know what I mean? Right. Or what I'm trying to even say, like, I understand war is a brutal, disgusting affair and things happen. But that's why we have these things, because these things do happen and we not we as a country but we as a race like the human race has to 
hold the standard that's I, I wish war in itself was just not a thing. <laughs> yeah, not a thing. But but it is. We're we're going towards like we're making steps to be like these things that are happening in war. You you just can't do this shit, and everybody has to be held accountable. Especially if you when, want that to march. Especially forward. when we went in for things like chemical weapons and stuff that we deemed inhumane. There's like. Wasn't there some degree of uh, just, like, dirty bombs that we used in the area that has untold effects of, like, genetic mutation just I, being I can't speak exposed? to that. I know there was Agent Orange in Vietnam. I can only imagine what was used now. Mm-hmm. And I understand, obviously, the Taliban are playing dirty. Right. But you'd think, you'd think with denouncing it, the ICC investigation, like, you just, you're making, it's like hypocritical, almost. <sighs> so just the times we fucking live in, man. And uh, don't want to just say, like, well, that's, it's just that's the way the it is. It's the way the wind blows. But it is, like, a sad effect of, like, the world and the state it is in today. I'd just, I'd rather America be able to hold its hold itself to a, a higher standard than the seething pit that i constantly feel like we're falling into of right. just a scum of a den of villainy and scum and disgusting stefan that's the second week in a row you fucked that lineup it's a hive of scum and villainy thank you okay a hive okay of scum and villainy <laughs> and, and, okay that's not gonna be the sound bite bill i'm not saying fucking america is a hive and of scum and villainy. I do think there is a bit of, you know, just uh, the the tactics of the way, like, even down to, like, business, warfare, policing, it needs to be kept in check. Otherwise, it would just become the, the thing we do not represent you know we don't I wanna, agree with that i think it's weird that at at some point over the past five years we've suddenly started siding with china and russia versus trying to hold ourselves to a a standard of a higher standard and being a, a global a global there's no money in that stefan <laughs> a global standard <laughs> that people look to and they appreciate <laughs> I still feel like that exists. Honestly, I do feel like it's easy to like get very down uh, upon like the way, especially now. <laughs> you know, just like thinking about how the rest of the world views us. Um and I was also like kind of like I was watching something earlier about um just the the aftermath of you know like the syrian refu- refugee exodus and certain places that whatever happened. even happened with that it's not even in the fucking news anymore they're probably still sitting there in camps this was specifically about um uh norway represent <laughs> like a uh, half norwegian so um it was kind of cool to like look at a little opt-ed piece that was done about um, what was done not to just, you know, give these place, 
people a place to go but uh well, they also, want you fucking integrated in norway yeah like you got to believe in the dream you said it without even you know me having to say it yeah it, it's not like they are absolutely forcing these people to change their views but they are like kind of penalizing them without them going to classes just because they there was a degree of societal clash particularly around the way these two societies treat women and it's not to say that like all syrians do that but it was like a major part of their culture it's like once you get married you're almost treated more like an object to a certain degree and they had a lot of that with uh, it yes it is kind of malicious no matter what way you say it but you had men that just didn't know any better and it feels weird to say that and defend that just so you're not outright being like demonizing these people but they just didn't understand this isn't the way that this place does it that just because a woman is like dressed in a miniskirt that she doesn't want your sexual attention because she's dressed that way um and they talked to like a little group of individuals who honestly professed it's like it was hard at first for me to understand this but now it's like much different for me like integrating in society you had people like that who would actually like see the difference and come to adapt and then you had other people who uh, even women who would say there kind of is no changing uh but i'm doing this more for my children because they deserve the, uh, a better life here in norway than mm -hmm. what the fuck's going on right in yahoo's the fucking extermination <laughs> Getting fucking bombs dropped on your goddamn heads. I guess my, my last thing on the ICC is I'd like to see the U.S. look into it themselves. Even if... Well, yeah, that's one of the like, purposes yeah, of the ICC it, is yeah, that turn if the country won't do it. Into your fucking self. And I mean, I think just denying it is stupid. I think being honest and trying to hold ourselves to a higher standard is really important, especially in the current climate globally. Right. I guess that's, that's my final statement. Like, I don't, I do think it's weird that there would be a, a foreign group of people investigating our own people because we don't want to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, like fucked up shit probably ha fucked up shit did, it did happen. happen. <laughs> it's not even a, it didn't happen. It, it did because mm -hmm. it's fucking war but it should be looked into on our own terms or whatever not or whatever else whatever not whatever else how the fuck do we segue out of this into like the other topics that we had? just jump right into it because, and that's right here because oh no <laughs> this one next so i got so we're up. going from war crimes to Hey, we still got a Jack Ryan ad Bop here. Bop it. <laughs> we got a Jack Ryan ad here. That so you can good. fuck. It's a perfect segue, see? Jack Ryan. <laughs> Dude, they're they're pushing that shit so hard. I've I, watched it. I had a box show up from Amazon this week that wasn't just regular cardboard. It was like... Jack Ryan printed it was, all over it. It was full color Jack Ryan Amazon box. Really? You still man. got the box? Nope. I do not. Was it like good print on the cardboard? Yeah, it was pretty good. Wow. Oh. 
Uh, I watched it. I've watched it. I watched it uh, last weekend. I watched like six episodes. So you made it that far. It must be kind of okay. It was just on. It was like a family thing, and it was left on. I was watching it. Oh, somebody else put it on? Yeah. Oh. Consensus of it, I just can't get over that guy being Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan will always be Harrison Ford or the original Baldwin from Red October. Is that Billy? No, it's not Billy. Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan is a Tom Clancy character. Yeah, I know that. It wasn't... Uh, Harrison Ford plays him in Patriot Games and... No, I didn't I didn't know that. I th- wasn't uh, Jack Ryan or was that Jack Preacher? Wasn't there a fucking Tom Cruise movie? Yeah, that's something else. Recent? I think oh. that's... Uh, okay. I can I I could look it up, but that's nah, something else. Nah, we don't need to talk about Mr. Scientology. The the Jack Ryan thing though, he's a Tom Clancy character. He's like a button down CIA analyst who's got this good old boy, we're gonna do it right the American way type of attitude. And he has his like it's similar to like a, a Captain America type mindset where it's like I uphold the American ideals, but mm-hmm. I'm still gonna fight the system's corruption. He's a good character. You know what we should do? We should talk about some of the media and skip the fucking bot the that you can toy? fuck thing. Because I, other than it just being absurd, now the people out there are like, "What's this?" Basically, <laughs> a guy made a fucking bop it, a bop it that you can stick up your and it. You could stick your dick. This in is it what analysts think it might look like. Can we put this on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> this is what analysts and. Uh, People think it may look like. You can see this is a Photoshop job, but this is what's coming out. <laughs> this is the prototype version. Somebody that the guy was talking to was like, I'm surprised this doesn't exist already. <laughs> we are entering an age where there's, you know, full stereoscopic pornography scenes and apparatuses that can sync up to... You know, scenes that you, I could not imagine you can buying flash one of people those. All you want in the VR world. <laughs> <laughs> I could not imagine um, GTA Flasher taking basically like an insincorator apparatus that is just designed to do whatever, and then having to like clean that thing up afterwards. <laughs> could you just imagine having that in your strainer, and your friends come over and be like, "Oh, that's my puppet." Sexual bop it. You guys want to play? That was one of the things. I just cleaned it it up. Flick it. Twist it. Pass it. Bum, 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 bum. Like, it's just a solo show between you and your friend. Or you and you and your your significant other. Yeah, there's not really much to go on. on uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the new Matt Groening show, Disenchanted. Yep. If, since we were on the Jack Ryan kick there for a little bit, which by the way, it was all right. Yeah, that's hard what to get over me getting the guy from the office being Jack Ryan, but I already said that Disenchanted. Though. I thought you meant Disenchanted there for a second. Disenchanted though, I so only you, watched one episode of it, and we don't want to spoiler alert you too much but we're only going to talk about the first one if you can remember not to i do remember it so okay. it's got eric andre this lady from broad city i don't remember her which name. one is eric andre what character he's is the he? little demon oh cool the the demon yeah. his name is uh the, fuck demon <laughs> <laughs> lucy his name is lucy um i found it it had the the although new it's the you know new stepdad 
Not quite Futurama charm, not quite Simpsons charm. I could see it growing on me. It has some of you know, you can definitely see Todd Flanders' face on some of the elves. Yeah. So it, <laughs> you know? it, it features uh, Abby Jacobson. That's She was in Broad City. She plays uh, Princess Bean. Eric Andre is the demon, Lucy. And uh, Nat Foxen is Elfo. So... Yeah, isn't the the guy who... They're their own little quirky party, and they kind of go through, in my opinion, it was similar to like a, a future, the first Futurama episode, where it's just like, here's all the groundwork. You mean the call to adventure, yeah. basically? Super. The first the, episode yeah. of everything. <laughs> but it was... Was the first episode an hour, or was it 45 minutes? 35. It's 35. Is, are the rests shorter? Are they 22? Uh, they were like 30. Okay. From what I saw, I was think I was wondering because I didn't watch like the next couple shows. I was wondering if they just said we don't have to format it for TV because usually what uh, places or studios will do is they'll still make it to the like twenty two minute format and shop it around. But I think they were just going straight to Netflix yeah. for this one. But the first one was yeah thirty five minutes. Thirty five. The rest are just twenty eight. I think. Okay. Um, I thought it isn't the guy who plays the guy who plays Bender is the king. I believe, but um, I thought it was cool. Like it yeah. had it, it was yep. it was really jam packed in the first one. They're kind of introducing the world. It's you know it's definitely MG. What like, it was undeniable. The comedy yeah. preferences were still exactly the same. The technology is definitely updated, and you even oh, yeah. saw it in Futurama, but you really see it now. Some of like yeah, the, the city pan scenes yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I even be- I've been enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, due to the fact that it's straight to Netflix, there's more story involved than one-off shooter episodes, but they still get the punchlines in there right. in like a solid de- delivery form but this one is definitely more so it is focused an, on an arc it is an arc okay yeah it's um, definitely more focused on an overall arc yeah the first i kind of liked it uh, you know it's like a little rebellious princess being forced into marriage and the guy's handsome but he's just an idiot <laughs> uh yeah one of the suitors is played by matthew barry which is a who that People will probably be familiar with this guy if you watched IT Crowd or. Uh, oh, is that who it is? Toast of London. Oh, this man has yeah. the voice of a god. He's the guy who, after the brother, who is originally supposed to marry him, don't spoil it. Accidentally, but he, yeah, he's another yeah. suitor. But it was clear that the character that he's playing could have been easily voiced by the same guy that did Zap Brannigan. Right, we're just like this guy. It's like just an English like, Zap Brannigan yeah, or whatever. That's great. I love the the casting on that. Zap Brannigan that. was originally the entire character was designed for Phil Hartman, but he unfortunately was murdered by his wife. Bizarre story, right? Involving Andy Dick. Yeah, <laughs> uh, John Lovitz recently accused Andy Dick of making Phil Hartman's wife relapse on cocaine, and. I think Phil Hartman was cheating, though, on his wife, and she went crazy and shot him one day. But uh, that's why... um, It's all up in the air. That's why uh, they named the main character of Futurama Phil. Philip J. Fry. They named after Philip Hartman. 
overall, I give it a 7 out of 10. You know? It, it still needs to win me over a little bit. Um, but, you know, it's got the same charm. It could go great places, wonderful places. And it's... There's a lot that they could do. I, I really like... It's like a whole season, though, man. There's a lot of stuff already yeah. on there. The I liked... This thing that they were able to do with Futurama that they weren't able to do with The Simpsons that they're able to do with this one is just, like, the projection of, like, things that humans would go through but putting them onto fantastical characters. Like, the woman who... Like, Elf, El, Elfo is just a direct caricature of a prepubescent boy, basically. Yeah, he's, he's who just still good. has all this innocence. Yeah. And he's just like, I love ladies, though, but I don't know why. <laughs> he's like, oh, this, what is this, war? You know, I, I like war. And he, 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 like, just gets war out. Is cool. He's yeah. like, war is cool. I like it, but I don't love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, like, literally stabs a giant in the eyeballs. <laughs> More or less on accident. But it was, it was still funny, and one of the uh, things Lucy just plays the the devil's advocate on the shoulder, which he directly implies you will. I uh, one of the things I liked was the main character's stepmother, who is some sort of creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, like, she's like a her, she's a fish lady. Yeah, she has like gills or whatever, and like she just leave your eggs on the table. Yeah, that was that's <laughs> what I, she was talking to her. She's trying to like before her marriage. She's like, you're expected to consecrate the wedding tonight. Just do what I did. Just leave the eggs on the table. Like not yeah, understanding that she's she said yeah. she doesn't have that biological function. <laughs> but it's interesting, like creating this. Uh, fantastical characters biological function trying to make it relatable to humans and this completely unrelatable this completely unrelatable situation that even nowadays you know this was it was like a medieval thing it's like you're expected to fuck on the first day of the marriage or it's not like legitimate and there was even the decree of the king to like be able to fuck your wife the first day but I, what I really liked about it was, overall, the f- first... It's clearly a story of... It's clearly a coming-of-age story for Princess Bean. Mm-hmm. That was her name. And it's just a play into mom and dad don't understand. Right. Which made it all the more humorous. Just like, I can't do that. <laughs> because you're not even a human, but it's more just the relatableness. A play at the relatableness of a teenager to their parents at that age, where you just... Is she a point, even a teenager, just, though? I'd assume so. I, I would think maybe she's, she's a young younger. adult. Yeah, she's... That's a teenager. Oh, yeah. Know, young adults, like, well into your 20s, though. But just <laughs> the the whole mom and dad don't understand type of deal. Mm. It's definitely a coming of age oh, story. one of the fucking, like, little things I like that they snuck in there is on the wedding cake... On the top of the cake, instead of the bride and groom, they have the two kings... He specifically asked for that, like, right away, though. He's just like, there's not enough meat on this this cake. Yeah, it was the two kings making out. That was great. Uh, That's kind of funny, though. Like, uh, you know, just the... The wedding isn't what's actually important. It's all the the tree de zay. Yeah. Or, yeah. I don't know how much that applies to nowadays, because I... It's just not something that was ever very appealing to me, or most of the women that I've dated... <clears throat> What's that whole arranged marriage thing, which is a whole nother 
talk that we don't even really deal with here in the nope average uh, us of a and citizen we're a good chunk into this so uh why don't we go to break all right would you like to get fired then write into hr with some of these ideas <laughs> it's time for suggestion box yeah i'll start this off then okay so, I I don't know if I've actually shared. I might have shared this one be, with you before. Maybe but this is a a devious prank. I don't even know if it's really on prank scale. It's just devious. You take it's just a prank, bro. <laughs> you take a piece of uh, animal feces, like dog or cat, and then you flatten it, wrap it in wax paper, close it in a container, and then you freeze it. Yeah, and then on a hot summer day, you go to like a parking lot where somebody has their window cracked a little bit that you don't like, and you slip it through the yes slip, slip it right in. Yeah, you slip it right in. Somebody heats up, and then the whole car stinks. Who hurt you, Stefan? This who did something to you? This came out with the serial pooper incidents at work, (sighs) where the guy was crapping in people's cubicles. Did he escalate? No, but I thought of this <laughs> that would be really devious as well. Be like the next thing to do? Yeah, because it would be awful. You know, uh, anything to do with shit in people's personal space, it's don't. not a prank anymore. <laughs> this, this is what's going to get you tried by the ICC, man. This is this is a war crime. A crime. <laughs> this is a personal war. It's, it's taboo, you know? Like that shit with um, uh, back on CKY. I think it was CKY, not Jackass. CKY was doing the shit on the dollar bill at the end of a fucking fishing reel. And I was just thinking, man, that is dirty. I laughed my ass off about it. (laughs) But it's basically like you reel them in and then they get the shit and... They what got if, it. They if, they immediately have who, to go get them to sign a waiver. What if somebody? Thing. What if somebody drives a massive truck? This happened to me over the the weekend. They drive a massive truck and they take up four spaces. Can I drop the Jack Daniels surprise nah. in the window? Uh, no. Too devious. Too awful. <sighs> nope. Can't do it. <clears throat> gonna have to not. Gonna have to poo poo that poo poo. <laughs> that's a that's terrible okay. thing to do. What that's about? Okay. What about taking the disc? This would be like a little kid thing to do. Um, I don't even know how you'd do it. Um, You'd have to... You take the shit, and then you rolling pin over it, something, and turn it into a flat disc, and then put it in the fridge, not the freezer, to get it to firm up. And then like cut it to the size of a standard DVD and put it in your parents' player. So they didn't give you a weenie whistle for Christmas. <laughs> like, that would be undeniable who fucking did it, though. It's like, what yeah, fucking devilish little mastermind you're, did this? Yeah, you're screwed. You're getting your ass beat. Uh, I feel like it would, uh, it would be hard. Imagine this, like, going to the next level. Uh, imagine if the serial shitter at work, and for those who haven't heard this story, there is a serial shitter at Stefan's work who is disgruntled, 
and is shitting on people's desks and there's cubicles. Been this was a while cubicles. ago. Like, yeah, it was a while it's been ago. quiet. It's been all quiet on the eastern front. It's because they got new cameras in there, right? Yep. And they smeared uh just cave they paintings. Did, uh, what is cave paintings, as you decking? said. Yeah, caveman paintings <laughs> in one of the stalls. <laughs> just just <laughs> you imagine that the fucking I work for the government people. Rafiki. These are your tax dollars. <laughs> and people are smearing their shit on the walls like everywhere else. They're just like us. They're just <laughs> like us. Esquire needs to pick up this story. Um, God, where I was like, oh, 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 I was going to say, imagine if the serial shitter wasn't just some peon, it was an engineer. It was a guy who had like access to a mill. So he went through like the whole like creating a block of shit and then like froze it and then actually went through like the trouble of milling it to a perfect size to slip it into like somebody's place at somewhere yeah in in a small place and it's like how could you have gotten that in there you'd find it and you'd get shit on you but you'd be like i'm not even mad that's fucking impressive i'd be mad (laughs) (laughs) i I tried to take that as far as i could fucking go man i'm slipping shit discs and people's and people's come on But if you take up four parking spaces and directly park in the middle of all four of them, I mean that's petty. I've thought about doing you're a rude this. man. I've thought about doing this. To, there's somebody at work that casually will be a little racist, and I've thought about just being like every time this person says something, spritz him with some water like a cat. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that is the best fucking. Guy, I love a that guy at my work used to do that to somebody who did something <laughs> disgusting. He'd spray him with something, and the guy just like didn't piece it together. And he's like, "Why do they keep doing that?" <laughs> just gave him the the shrug the next day he came in there was like a barrier constructed out of cardboard boxes what i've been thinking about doing is taking a a networked power switch that we have laying around and just going back to my desk turning the power off on his computer that's what i've just been thinking about doing that it'd be like so petty and like when you remote into somebody's PC, he's the guy that, they know. Was he? Would he be the kind of guy that like wouldn't notice or what? Probably. He's older. I had some networking <laughs> stuff today. You would have been proud of me. Oh, somebody tell yours, but somebody came into my office this morning after I gave them some instructions. They came in. They told me their computer problem. They couldn't connect to their Wi-Fi at home, so I gave them an Ethernet cable to take home because. I asked them, do you have an Ethernet cable? They're like, what's an Ethernet cable? And I look at the person who shares the office with me, and I'm just like, she's like laughing. She doesn't even do IT. (laughs) Idiot! (laughs) But I'm just basically, I look behind me, I just have one on the floor because I'm a fucking savage. And uh, just like, I'm like, take this home, plug this into your computer, into your router. You can at least get connected that way. Or determine if it's like a problem, or whatever. But the thing is, she actually took some instruction and figured it out for her fucking self. Like I, Give she came home and I was like, "You get a fucking gold star." Like get this some is banana stickers on that <laughs> that uh, name tag. Uh, short and sweet. What what was your little networking thing? Because oh, know. there was this issue with my computer, and I sent every little information in a message right away. I, I I had everything that I needed in a message. It was like f- six things, and I just emailed it to this guy, and he took care of it instantly. Nice. 
had all the the information he would have possibly needed. I, I, I bet that guy appreciates you or does not appreciate you at all. Because <laughs> sometimes it's like you, you get somebody who has no clue what the fuck they're looking for. It was like the and name, they try to explain things like the, that aren't actual, helping. It was like the actual name of my computer in the network system. Oh, like those kind of facts. Like, there's like right. a, there's you know there's like a hundred plus computers in this building. It's like mm-hmm. this is the computer I have. This is the issue. This is what I need. Thank you. And then it was done <laughs> in like fifteen minutes. I was like, awesome, cool. bravo, thanks, thanks bravo. So you got you got a couple. <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> <laughs> so you got a couple? Yeah, I got a couple. I just don't know which one to pick. Um, I don't know. Uh, okay. Um, I just realized I have all fictional or real. Fictional. I just realized right. I have all gross shit. <laughs> Mine's pretty gross. This one isn't gross. Uh, this is called shitty gene splicing. Uh, you know the. I didn't pick any advantages, but it's just like shit that would happen if maybe there was an advantage to another creature in God's kingdom. That another humans of God's tr- creature or not humans? Not yeah, humans. Not humans. You, you're trying to, okay. you know, you're, you're splicing these creatures together and um, the unintended effects you'd get. So my first one was uh, splicing with a pufferfish for self defense. But what ends up happening is your ball sack just inflates whenever you feel threatened. Oh, so, uh, well, it is an effect to a human. Though. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were talking about splicing two animals together to get yeah. undesired effects. You get some fucking Randy Marsh fucking balls, though. Like, it just when it's involuntary, too. Like, you can't control it, and all of a sudden your balls are just like. Psh! <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, like. Um, I'm just Air, picturing a guy. airbag in a car force. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got you. <laughs> what do you What are you picturing? Or were you going to say that? <laughs> Did you think of the exact same thing? I thought of no. I'm thinking some sort of anteater like appendage off of the the front snout, and you just uncontrollable sniffles. What's the <laughs> okay? <laughs> like a Squidward, like a real life Squidward. You have a big droopy nose. It goes down to like your moobs. Uh, I was gonna say spliced with a shark. This one's a little vile. Sorry, ladies. Um, spliced with a shark to get you know the maybe you know to get the sales numbers. But uh, you can smell period blood for like seven miles. You can smell the menstruation. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> tale i heard of a man who was in is it some kind of lockup where there's men on, there was men on one side and women on the other oh, and he be said s- they'd get on the same cycle and you could smell it Ooh. once one you know like once a month or whatever just everyone in the the men's block is just like it's going down <laughs> i could away. not fucking imagine that man Ay yay. It's like The Shining. (laughs) Oh, where the blood gets off the elevator? Yeah. (laughs) You just get hit with it. We were talking about our boy, uh, Matt Groening. The the Simpsons had this great bit about The Shining. Um, In a Treehouse of Horror episode, they were lampooning on The Shining, and they were going to Montgomery Burns' he was like the hotel owner. I've seen that one. Yeah. 
and he's just taking him on the tour, and then the elevator door opens, and that's the blood adorable. gets off, and he's just like, oh, that's odd. Usually the blood gets off at the second floor. <laughs> okay, I have a stupid genetic modification. Okay. It'd be giant elephant ears, but they'd give you no extra hearing benefit. <laughs> you just have them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they'd just be massive, like the size of two of your bodies stuck together. Would you imagine if somebody out there in the wild, actually, that was their thing? It's like, oh man, ears. I'm attracted to that. Licking out the earwax. I had uh, one more. It was uh, spliced with a frog. You just grow George Lucas's neck. <laughs> I was thinking the legs, but you like wouldn't be able to walk normally. You'd have to like spin just walk everywhere. Just uh, actually leapfrog. Yeah. Mm. Or when they, they, like, try to run, their legs go, like, in three six, 360 degrees. <laughs> uh, Rotations, and you just... Speaking of frogs, I... It wasn't this week. I think it was two weeks prior. You know, the the It's Wednesday, My Dudes, Zemo Nitrome Frog yes. videos that came out. This guy actually did one weekly for an entire year. And he finally called it quits. And he's like, I'm not, um, I might still make these videos in the future, but I'm not doing them every fucking week, ladies and gentlemen. But fucking cheers to that guy. 365 of those? No, weekly. Not daily, weekly. 52. You can catch it on uh, the compilation Zemo Nitrome, all one word. But he's the guy who took the It's Wednesday My Dudes guy and made it into what we all know as the It's Wednesday My Dude frog. And some of those are good. Some of those are terrible. <laughs> but that's what you get when you put out weekly content. Uh... Oh, and that's a badness. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Got another one? So I was, dri- <laughs> I was driving in on the way to work. No coffee, nothing. Sitting at a stoplight. I don't like drinking coffee radio. until I like I the radio. get to work. You I got the radio turned down. Well, I, I started doing this cold brew thing where I brew the coffee and I just keep it in a chiller and then I just pour it and yep. down it right away. I'm on the way to work. I'm stuck at a stoplight. I got the radio kind of turned down because there's nothing good on the radio and I it, my drive's so short, there's no point in me even hooking up my phone for music for five seconds. <laughs> but I'm... I'm listening to the radio, and I swear to God, this ad said, "Yeah, get head lice, nine ninety nine." And I know that's not what was said, but I, I I hit the power button on the radio, and instantly I was just like, "What if there was a business where it sold infestations to get you out of work?" Oh my god! For like super low prices, just like oh yeah, come get head lice and you get like two weeks off of work or whatever else, you know. Especially with like the the bed bug thing we had recently, where it's just like yeah, get infested. I got the bug, you know. She's got the bug. Yeah, just just nasty shit. It would be like yeah, come get crabs. We'll just in, we'll, we'll medically insert crabs on you. You don't you don't have to do X Y and Z or yeah, it'll be called tummy touchers. 
<laughs> uh, that's actually stolen from uh and their their advice would just be oh yeah just shave your whole body for like half of them just <laughs> shave your whole body eyebrows beard everything that would be it uh in the future when you get lice or crabs and or full-on head and body crabs there's going to be a new bug that evolves in the future just to for the 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 one-stop shot for body infestation it goes to the hair it goes to the fucking balls it goes to the fucking uh the treasure trail all that shit um and the government it's going to be socialized health care then so they're gonna be like oh just shave your you're body. getting a fucking bikini wax but <laughs> <laughs> it would be the full wax it'd be like cinco style too they'd be like and hey, we got to remove your teeth <laughs> <laughs> Oh, could you imagine that? A fucking bug that uh, infests your mouth and you got to get your fucking teeth removed for it. New dentures. There was a guy in my work that had needed a ton of dental work. And I told him, I was just, just get them all knocked out and just get dentures. I mean, at this point, you got nubs. Just get rid of all of it and get dentures. Did he do it? No. No? He's just got a jacked up. Decaying from the inside, messed up smile. It's just like, just get the fucking dentures, man. It's probably cheaper overall. You just hammer the last couple out, and but they hurt, from what I hear. Dentures? Yeah. Well, my really? my grandpa used to. Well, I'm hoping, from the late '90s to now, that denture technology has improved. But what he used to do is uh, put peanut butter in between. Uh, well, yeah, they have like dental paste and uh, denture paste and stuff. That was his thing, though. He'd put peanut butter in between the dentures and the, the um, gums. No wonder you needed no wonder you needed dentures. You're putting sugary stuff all over your mouth. Yeah, yeah, I know. But but uh, it was the man's last joy, man. He, he he did it just so he could have a little snack. Did he sit there and, and just, relief like a dog? I don't know. I only saw him every now and then. Because that's what my dog does when I give a peanut butter he and a bone. do the shit to freak me out when he'd just, like, he'd just be like, ha, 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 and then he'd intentionally let his upper teeth just drop down, <laughs> and I'd just be like, ah, Jesus Christ, and he'd laugh even fucking harder. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, he used to do that shit. Um, it was almost like uh, a mouth within a mouth. It's just the gums hanging on to like, the teeth. It was like an alien mouth. He could just detach his fucking dentures, and he, he'd just be like, ah! and then they'd like clamp together, but his mouth wouldn't move. Yeah. And he'd fuck with them. Like, he just became like, like a, a new thing to fuck with because he had them so long, you know? Yeah. Oh. My God, did Stevo tell the gumming? Yes, we went over it live here? on air. Yeah. Oh my God. So then it's okay to mention because we're we're bringing in more people now. They might not have heard our buddy uh, that we have on monthly. You can t- turn it tune in for the monthly Stevo show. Um, we had him on two weeks ago, so he's going to be due after this next guest if he can come on. But uh, yeah, he met up with a girl at the bar 
wasn't that old. Took her home. And he took her home. Actually, he Laying on the bed. He didn't take her home. She she took, took him, him home. home. Yeah, that's a good point. And you know, he's they, laying on the bed. Good sex. And then uh, you know, morning after, he's still there because he can't take the walk of shame. He can't vacate. He's a little he's stuck. He's just not that kind of guy. Uh, yeah, boy, he's not. It's not because he's a good Samaritan. It's just because he's just <laughs> he can't afford the cab fare. <laughs> uh, we love you, Steve-O. Uh, but uh, all of a sudden, she takes her teeth out, <laughs> and he's just like, whoa, whoa, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. and uh, he's just uh, yelling inside his own mind. He, he wasn't yelling inside of his own mind. He broke down laughing. <laughs> and he felt bad for it after the fact. And then he reconciled and then got a gummy. Yeah, he said he wanted to feel the velvet ropes. Is that a gummy worm then? I don't know. Ooh. I liked his his referring to it as the velvet ropes. <laughs> oh, all of his ter- terminologies, man. You know, we got the... I'm sure it didn't come from him, but I heard of like uh, the Kentucky waterfall for your hairdo there. Yeah. The uh, the, sh- the shit house polio for sitting on the toilet too long came from him. I'd never heard of those two things beforehand. Uh, what was the last one? Was it mine or yours? It was yours. Um, yeah, it was mine. It was the the bug infestations. For- yeah, that one actually was pretty good because we kind of took it someplace. It's all we got to do is just. <laughs> Headlights for nine ninety nine. Get out of work for two weeks. <laughs> is that all it takes? Two weeks? I don't know. I imagine it's harder than that. But all right. Um, this one uh, was from. Okay. Do we want reality or fiction again? Reality. This was from last week. Just fucking uh, going out with the the new GF, going to this like little sushi place. And it's like lunchtime, you know, it's getting a little busy and just the shit you encounter in the city versus, you know, living, living where people densely live in the city. And you're just more, you're more, you're more likely to run into the weird shit. It wasn't a person. It wasn't a person. There was just like some shit that you would... If you were sitting out in a restaurant on the side of the street in this side town, you probably wouldn't have heard. Like, an old lady came up, and she was lost. She was from, like, Chicago. She didn't have a cell phone. She's trying to find her friend's house. And her friend's house was, like, a mile away, and there was, like, a couple turns. So... She that kinda, happens in residential like suburbs, though. Like the random person will pull up in their vehicle and just be like, "Where the hell am I?" This is different. This person was so disconnected, and she was so old. She was like, "Can I use your cell phone to call my friend so I can find out Never. where her person?" Never do that. I did it once. I did it because I felt bad for the old lady, and I even said to her, "I was like, don't run off with my phone now." And we had a little giggle, but she was actually like kind of lost. I did lost. it once, and this it was this. This group of guys was walking down the street. Yeah, and no. One of their friends was was stung by a bee. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's super allergic. We need your phone. They call nine one one, and then they fucking ran off. And I'm on the phone with the operator. I'm like, these guys came by. I explained the situation. The guys just like, all right, we'll be on the lookout because I gave them the street over one. It was like, what was the point of that? This was legit though, and I, yeah. like, I had my reservations. I was like tempting, I was tempted to say no, 
But uh, I thought about it a little bit, and I was like, yeah. I didn't just hand her my phone. She gave me the number. I dialed it for her. Like, she you was old it, yeah. enough that she wasn't getting away. And I even jokingly said, it's like, don't don't run off of my phone now. Kind of like saying, you, it's like, yeah. kind of like saying, it's like, oh, can I see your ID, young lady? <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, she called the person. I took down the address for her. I looked up the address on Google Maps and gave her directions with like where she was trying to go. Um, that is not the story I was trying to fucking tell, though. Uh, after this kind of uh, event, we uh, were walking across the street and. It's just, you know, city shit, fucking... I, I'm sure in New York would be like this every two feet and the smell of piss. <laughs> it's just fucking straight-up yellow condom in the middle of the fucking street. And, like, a, this is, like, on Farwell. So, it's you know, it's, like, where restaurants are and shit. You'd think somebody would go sweep it up. But it is, like, a fucking Donkey Kong is- banana yellow condom the and sweep my, only happens like once a week my though. fucking thirst thirst thought thought <laughs> my thirsty thought was yeah <laughs> i was like oh walking across the street gonna get some sushi yeah spooch donkey kong, kong. <laughs> donkey kong cock <laughs> so i turn to the lady and i just say mm. <laughs> what if a guy came at you with a fucking banana yellow cock like this what the fuck was where the per was the person think is i'm gonna get this this old lady no i didn't say it to the old lady i said it to the my my girlfriend so i was like she was like you know what that that's a legitimate concern i don't know if i could take it seriously you know just think of it fucking you're you're getting intimate or whatever and this is assuming that you can see and the lights aren't turned down or anything and all of a sudden the bongo drums start playing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you're ooh, 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 in the background and <laughs> banana it's like uh the old gay bigfoot facebook page you ever you remember gay bigfoot no nope. stumble across the upon this and you you can't do pornography on myspace did i say facebook yeah okay yeah this is before facebook it was myspace, MySpace. And there's just this page, it was Gay Bigfoot, and it was just this big fucking pink Harry and the Hendersons guy with this dumbass Harry and the Hendersons fucking smirk on his face, and there is a fucking banana on it that had been peeled, and it's a cock on the inside <laughs> made out of fucking banana skin. <laughs> That's like, what we're going for. It was like That's some it. Morris the Great shit. Get the bongo drums, the <laughs> in the background. <laughs> She's ready. Get some uh, tiki torches. You got the ambience. You're good to go. Could you imagine if uh, that was a trope, slipping on condoms? It's just like disposed of condoms are so common. You just like, whoop. You get a f- the banana. This just reminds s- me of Statutory Ape by Black Dahlia Murder, <laughs> where the gorilla comes out and it's just like. Uh, you know, they probably catch shit for that nowadays. You think so? Because they did change the name. To statutory ape. I don't know. It's a clever plan. I'm sure they still do it. Okay. Uh, okay. Shtick. What's what's what do you got next? This is going much better than I thought. It always goes better than I thought. I always have I'm this prep this week. I always have this feeling of existential dread when I go to the rights now. 
no matter how many I have, it's like, oh, I don't have that many this week. We just always find a way, no matter how much material we have, to stretch this into just as long as we need. I'm a little, I'm a little more prepped this week because I will admit suggestion boxes probably my weakest segment because my i just don't really throughout my week i don't think in this manner i think you're you going know? great i but, did i have my weeks let me let me just tell you stefan lately like this week i had some ideas that i was like oh i just really need to rack my brain and think about something just to get some material out of it and if i think about it long enough it will come but honestly some weeks I fucking write 20 of them on a Saturday when I'm just wasted. <laughs> yeah, that's not happened for me on Saturdays. Which, by the way, uh, I haven't had one of those in a while, which is why recently uh, shit, I'm be out of town. I was going to say uh, Steel Iron, who we want to get on here at some point. They're playing on Saturday. You'll be out of town. You'll be up north camping, just a little basking in the light. But all right, so my next read, this is kind of Seinfeldy. I was walking my dog. Shit, I picked it up, and I went, this is a doggy bag. And I thought, why do they call doggy bags what you take from a restaurant? Because you like the food, and that's why you're taking it fucking home. Why do you call it a doggy bag? Because <laughs> uh, it's shit to begin with. It's like, like, if I don't like food, I don't take it home. I just leave it at the restaurant. I'll take if it. If I take it home... I think it's good. I don't think it's doggy bag quality. I don't like wasting food, man. And I'm a glutton. <laughs> I mean, usually, you, majority of the time, I'm eating everything. But if there's just like a little bit left and maybe it wasn't that good to begin with, I'm not taking it home. But if I take it home, is it really doggy bag quality? You know, I never thought of that, even though it's so fucking obvious. Why is it called a doggy bag when the doggy bag is shit? For, yes, it's shit. It's so Seinfeld. I was walking <laughs> and I'm just like, man, he probably did this bit, but I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> uh, honestly, it's been a while since I went to a restaurant and it wasn't delicious. Honestly, I had some of the best ceviche I've ever fucking had, and it wasn't like technically ceviche where they'd cook the fish technically in the acid. They kind of let it sit in the acidic bath for a while, if you're familiar with that. Um, it was like done with sushi salmon, and it was like so good. And it was like so good and so little. It was just an appetizer plate, and that was like what I got for the meal. I got like that in a salad. But each, it was like five pieces of sashimi salmon with like the, the ceviche fixings over it. And you just put it in your mouth and you're like, oh, this is the best piece of food I've ever stuck in my mouth. I, we went from shit. I can't shit. think of, I can't think of the last restaurant I went to where it was just like plop it out of my mouth. I don't think that's happened in a long time. Um, I mean, there's like poop out of your mouth. <laughs> That's garbage. Or spitting it out into the napkin and subtly placing it back in the corner of the plate. That has not happened in ages. But just the doggy bag concept. I'm sitting there walking with the bag of shit. And I realize I should eat this. 
<laughs> so I sat down on the curb. I opened the, ripped the bag open, and I just started scooping with my fingers. No. But very Seinfeld. <laughs> so uh, this is one that I um, wrote down a couple weeks ago, and I've had to bump it twice. I can tell how many times I've bumped the material just by the structure of the way notes in Android phones work. Whatever note you wrote in last goes to the top. Yeah. So sometimes ideas get buried that you don't use. So this one is called Old Cells. This is, you know, it's a common trope for sperm to be portrayed like they're fighter pilots. What if it was portrayed like dog races? <laughs> And there's old cells in the crowd looking at the, you know, the young, fresh ones. And they're, like, addicted to gambling. So they're, like, dog race gambling on the sperm races. How do I think that would go? An invasive procedure. (laughs) For sure. But I can see, I can just see people getting rabid over it. And then they're underlying remark every time i'm just like it's just it's all luck of the draw or whatever like there's because there there'd be no statistics because this is all just it's just one so raw it's It's, one and it's gone (laughs) yeah it's just it's all so raw and visceral like you can't you can't uh rig this that would be like their whole underlying premise like you can't rig this this is just raw it's uncensored it's real it's live could you imagine the one cell sperm cell that made it back and they were advertising it like, oh, this one, this one's trained, and it's just like it's past its life cycle, and they don't really understand. <laughs> it's like it's like no good anymore. It's just designed to like transfer genetic material. Like honestly, what the fuck would that sperm cell be like to a uh, almost like a Osmosis Jones character in the body going to a dog race? It wouldn't be like a dog. Like, what would the sperm cell be like? Because it's just, it exists for so little time. It would just be like. Can we make it an F1 racer? <laughs> Formula One. Just like. <laughs> just like a total speed yeah, freak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would, or it would be, be like a Mad Max. Or like maybe like a Mad Max type thing where they're just absolute speed freaks. Just like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would be. Uh, it would be like fucking MotoGP racer helmets. But it's just the tail, like, attached to that. And they're just like... <laughs> or they, they have an they... engineering team. Each, like, there's a bunch of fucking engineering teams that cranks out the types of people that you could potentially <laughs> get. And it's the teams really that good. survive. Yeah, and they work on this uh, this little being that just exists for one. And then they have to build an a entire new one. one. That or they're all just Sammy Hager. So there's... I can't drive 55! <laughs> <laughs> so this arena would have to be massive. It would be so big because there's millions of them. And yet you keep cranking them. I don't know how many, uh, what's the average uh, sperm count. It varies, you know. <laughs> Stefan, uh, Mr. Fax, he's uh, typing it up. <laughs> Only the facts are, what, I don't, what's I, the average I amount don't, of semen in a Load. <laughs> I don't do this at bars because this ruins what bar this? combo. But we need facts here. Holy fifteen crap. million! This is a goddamn 
Holy shit. Give us the numbers, Stefan. <laughs> it looks like I got low sperm count. <laughs> uh, can you give me a minute here? Normal sperm densities range from 15 million to greater than 200 million. That is Every- a huge margin <laughs> margin there. Right? Oh, my God. Per millimeter of semen. So, wait, wait, what? That, oh, milliliter. Sorry, oh, I misread that. Milliliter. <laughs> I was like, holy crap! <laughs> For a milliliter of semen. Oh. I feel you like... You are considered to have a low... Okay. So this statement directly contradicts itself. You are considered to have a low sperm count if you have fewer than 15 million. Oh, I thought... I'm, I'm bad at reading. We know. If you're below oh, 15 million, you got a low mess. sperm count. <laughs> 15 million to... 200 million that's just such a wide that's a lot of spunk man <laughs> so i could imagine it okay it's like a f1 race and then they're like advertising it it's like oh yeah team ferrages is the one that's betted on this year to be the the one that gets what's to the, the marlboro egg. team it's like the, it's the race to the egg what's the marlboro team like um, they just wheeze and pant the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one actually because it's just one and done. One actually comes to the the fight with like missile launchers, and it becomes the the fighter pilot sperm trope, <laughs> the race for the egg, and that's the one that gets it due to its uh, it wasn't the fastest swimmer, but it was the uh, it's the one the that most made heavily it. armed to some like Sabulba shit. <laughs> Yeah, the sperm are playing dirty. Could you imagine that, though? It's just like, uh, it's the race to the egg. All the cells have their bets placed, and then they find out it's just a it's just a knuckle wad, and they're just like, ah. Can I just read, all bets are off? Can I read this statement though one more time? Hmm. Normal sperm densities range from 15 million to greater than 200 million sperm per milliliter of semen. You're considered to have a low sperm count if you have fewer than 15 million sperm per milliliter or less than 39 sperm total per ejaculate. 39 million. But 39 million falls between the 15 million and 200 million. that's, that's That's 15 million sperm per milliliter or less than 39 million per ejaculate. Oh, okay. That makes sense. (laughs) <laughs> now that you've explained the ejaculation numbers to me, they're adding up. Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. <laughs> Woo. Man, I missed that sample. How about that shit? Fucking jackass 3.5 when uh, is it Chris Pontius? He drinks the horse semen. He's like, if I do this, I get out of something stupid. And Johnny Knoxville's like, yeah, sure, buddy. You got it. Then he asked for confirmation one more time. You said, if I do this, I got something really stupid. Knoxville's like, yeah, you do. Drinks it. That was something really stupid. Why the fuck did I do that? He just like throws the container. He's just like, fuck. I don't know. That wasn't as gross as the time that Steve-O put the fish eggs in his mouth and then squoze the fish semen into his mouth. That was gross. The, the, the internal incubator. Him getting dropped from the Porta John drop was pretty gross too. <clears throat> At least he had goggles, safety goggles on. 
All right, we have a lot more content to cover. I got another streaming. You want to save it for next week? We are, (laughs) we are way over time. Keep it in the chamber, (sighs) unless it's like a humdinger. Keep it in the chamber. You can just wrap up the gross shit though. Nah, next week, dude. Filthy is good. Filthy is great. Like the dirty. I like the filth. Oh, we will be our. Like, hey, Scoob, it's time for the Radio Loud Music Review! <laughs> Zoinks! <laughs> uh, this is the point where we uh, each pick an album, although Stefan picked these two this week. Um, and we usually have drastically opposing musical tastes. And we each listen to them and talk about them. So, this week on the docket... We have At the Gates and Skeleton Witch. And I will let Stefan take it over. So there was a couple there was like a hiccup this week, but we got two albums still. We have Skeleton Witch's Devouring Radiant Light, which came out this year, and At the Gates Drink to the Drink to Drink from the Night, which also came out this year. That came out in May. Um we're gonna start with Skeleton Witch. Yep. So, Skeleton Witch, I have enjoyed for a long time. They were one of the one of the first shows I saw at Shorewood, and that's something that I didn't know, and I couldn't confirm it. I've never seen them there, but I definitely felt the two step and hardcore influence on their style, and I was like, "Oh, this is like this is like black metal, but." Black metal, thrash. Band, black metal and thrash, but they were also obviously playing in hardcore scenes. Yeah. They, yeah, they played at Shorewood Legion Hall. I saw them play with Arsis, and it was an awesome show. It was actually... That's what got you hooked? It's hard to remember if I had heard of them before that time, but it was a great show. And then I caught them again at the rave at the curb end of what would be a drastic change in their lineup so it started with two brothers the garrett brothers you had uh chance garrett and nate garrett no nate, it's like a modern day van halen except nobody hates Nerit gate was Nerit garrett was the guitarist and chance garrett was the vocalist and when i went to go see them at the rave a ton of drama came out in the upcoming weeks of the tour they were on and chance got oh, no kicked shit. apparently there was some issues with uh <laughs> how he was conducting himself on tour, and they kicked him out. And I, I fucking saw him at the rave. There was no vocals. It was just instrumental for their entire set. I could, I could tell it was a struggle for them, but it was absolutely disappointing I, for me as somebody. This, this was before this new album that came out, right? Yeah. I could see that being more interesting than this new album without vocals. Yeah. But, uh, but continue not to dis, dis it, it really sucked you. because having been a... Like, their first album, Beyond the Firm- Permafrost, was... It's up there with my album list of just, like, all time. Just, like, they had their own style. They came out of basically nowhere. They merged all this stuff together, and they came out with a very... At least to me at the time, a unique sound. And I really enjoyed it. And seeing them at the rave, I was like, oh, fuck, it's all falling apart. And then they've released this... They released a new EP and then the new new album, which you finally got to listen to. I got to listen to 
three songs today. What platform did you listen to it on? Spotify. Yeah, it was the entire album on it. Yeah. I was only listen able to listen to three songs on YouTube Music. That is the first thing that I have not been able to find the full, full album thing from. Um, and I can understand that, you know, there's licensing agreements. Uh, I switched that's to YouTube Music. Because that's, they're on prosthetic. They're on the same le- label as uh, Nick. Hmm. And Nick's stuff isn't on Spotify for Macabre, but Skeleton Witches is. Odd. Well, maybe they're, uh, I don't know. They might just be trying to play it a little bit somehow and figure out what the footing is. I don't know how new a label or where prosthetic is at. Yeah, for me, I made the switch to... Um, youtube music because i was already subscribed to youtube red i watch a lot of stuff on youtube and i don't like commercials i hate commercials and you oh man you get rid of all the commercials we're, we're gonna sidetrack you here for a second but what do you think about that netflix shit with them supposedly trying to bring commercials into netflix i will pay more for no commercials I do not want to be advertised to. I already did it with I already did it with Hulu. I, I did it Hulu's right content. off the bat. Yeah, I was a long time non subscriber to Hulu, and I finally subscribed recently. And honestly, I should unsubscribe. Yeah, and honestly, I think I get Spotify with Hulu. Really, I should look into that again because yeah, I'm pretty sure you get uh, your Spotify with Hulu, okay. so I can just have it all. But you okay? So you checked out the album, and <clears throat> what did you think? Uh, this was probably not my first exposure to Skeleton Witch, but I don't have any memory of Skeleton Witch, and this is one of the things with my musical tastes is I was struggling to find an analysis of it without multiple listens and without really focusing on it because there's just nothing that grabbed me and like shook me by the balls on the, on the new album or the old stuff too uh, actually yeah on the old stuff it didn't do that but it did it better it, i it, listening to the new stuff versus listening to the old stuff as fresh on the same day old stuff better grab me so right much away. better. Yeah. Uh, the, the production was kind of on par. It's not like they went through, you know, um, like Metallica being recorded in a tin can versus like today. Yeah. I don't, Metallica. I, I definitely don't have an issue with the recording. My main issue is you went from having something, I mean, there, it's not like there aren't any similarities, but you went to having something that to seemed I, yeah. original. I wouldn't and say now it, was... it seems relatively status quo. I can find other bands that sound exactly like what they just put out. Almost, I what I didn't like about the new stuff was just these, or maybe that's at the gates. I'm kind of like <laughs> lost in between. Yeah, because you know. <laughs> Neither one of these really grabbed me at first. And I'm try I'm gonna try and stick to Skeleton Witch. Um what I li- I liked Skeleton Witch better of the two because I feel like it had more of the, you know, osmosis of hardcore 
permeating it just because of the venues that they were probably playing as local bands. And, you know, you'd, as somebody who signs on later, like once they get signed and stuff like that, where you, you were an individual who got to see them, you know, on the floor at your local Legion Hall. Yeah, massive Marshall half stacks with goat heads right in the middle of them. Yeah, and this is not a Some big bands. place. Like, it's about as wide as my apartment, much longer. But, you know, you'd honestly, from this wall to, to back there, that's about as big as it was. It almost feels like in my I feel recollection. Like, I feel like this wall to that wall, I'm trying to do it for the camera, this wall is not this one right there, but like the one where my cat shit boxes and where you walk in that's about as wide maybe yeah. a little wider oh, for sure and from that wall to the back maybe a little shorter yeah it was a small venue no doubt about it it was definitely small <clears throat> still a fun now place. uh this came up last week uh and to be honest i forgot one of the subreddits we i pandered to saints row fucking upvoted us to the top talking about bert Talking about our love of Saints Row, talking about ATB. This ties <laughs> right into it. We we saw bands like ATB. You played after the with burial. ATB. I know. I got kicked out of that goddamn show. You guys <laughs> played, and then see a treachery went on, and we all got kicked out. And I was the next person in line to get let in. That's and something. It was like, get that's, out of here. That's one of like the high points of uh, of uh, my live music career. Was uh, that was one of them. Uh, Probably my favorite show playing ever. With the, playing with the, the Sumerian arm bar. Because yep. that, was, that was Boo, Born of Osiris, Vail Maya, and ATV. Right? And it was, yeah, and it was such a great show that literally over capacity, beginning of the end for that place. Just, it's when the long arm of the law started to pay attention. I wouldn't say it was isolated to that specific incident, but... It was know, being built up to. Yeah. I was the next person in line to watch that show close out. God fucking damn. Like, I barely so even knew you. Shuttle. Yeah, then barely we even to, knew so you. So then we went to Pizza Shuttle. Willie, uh... And when we say we, we didn't hang out then. No. Yeah, it was Crystal, Willie, and, uh, the keyboardist, David. We all went to Pizza Shuttle. Because they, they, like, saw that I didn't get in, and they were just like, oh, that's a bummer, man. And they all came out, and we all went out and got You pizza. know what? I was like, that's so great of you guys to do that for me. Some some friends in our circle, I would be like, I would not expect them to do that just because of their character. But, like, those are good friends, you know? Uh, our friends didn't get in, so we're going to go with them. Yeah. It was a Bravo. Bummer. It was a total bummer. Uh, One of my second best shows that I played was at that same venue, Shorewood Legion Hall. It was with um, Impending Doom and Whitechapel. Once I quit that band that I fucking loved being in that we played that show you just talked White about. Chapel, Whitechapel just makes me let out a exasperated wheeze of air. I'm sure they're really nice guys, but for what they do, do they really need three guitarists? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them a bunch of times. I've... That's a pass for me. Maybe they just wanted to take exactly what was on the album and have it all covered, because there are certain individuals who are that nitpicky that don't necessarily have the, um, this is going to cost us a lot more to do it this way. 
if we could just kind of cut a few things, you know, maybe maybe we could make a little bit more money for the rest of us. But uh, <laughs> or or maybe we could just have like w- you know one less finger in the fishbowl. Yeah, which is what I'm surprised. That was part of that Badish Yaku thing or Batushka or whatever. Batushka the yeah, Litigoria. The, the fifty ways you could potentially potentially yeah, pronounce that. I'm I thought gonna, it was Batushka. I'm not gonna. Way. I'm not gonna nail it. But I'm just surprised they they have a really large touring group. It's just shocking to me. And that, that was actually part of the point I didn't get to make was I'm really curious to see what it's like to see them live, if they can really nail it all down. Mm. But we're definitely getting sidetracked. Right. Skeleton but this is good. Witch, this is good. Skeleton Witch, Devour, and Radiant Light, the new album. From the small taste, as uh, I think I already stated this, is... Old stuff, better. I think it was the Serpents album. Do you know it by name? Oh, you listened to the, the their most recent new uh, album with the old cast, uh, mm. Serpents uh, Unleashed. Yeah, yeah. My mine is definitely beyond the permafrost. That album is. I, I'm not picking favorites here. It's yeah. just the one that I listened to, and I was like, oh, this is drastically better. Even though the style isn't like night and day different, it's still different enough. I feel like they've definitely been growing and grooming slightly towards this, but the transition definitely had to happen with the vocalist, mm-hmm. which is a definite thing. If you had gone back to the oh really man old vocals, stuff. even in the realm of screaming, it's like if you're attached to something and the um, the timbre of somebody's voice. Even in the realm of screaming, it's like going from David Lee Roth to Sammy Hagar. You it's know? Different. It's definitely catered to. I my opinions on the album are Now there were definitely some dick swinging moments, I felt like, in, in one the of the songs. I the, in the new album? I haven't listened to the entire one. Yeah, yeah, in the new one. Uh I haven't listened to the entire thing, but there was one on the Three songs that you could get, and I get it. They for make you, a little yeah. There's money. there's more. I there are dick swinging moments. There aren't. It's not metal like metal dick swinging moments. It's, you know, it's it's not shit. Nate Garrett's still a good guitarist, and I can I can see that this has been being groomed to, and you cannot do the same style with the vocalist vocalist they had. I just overall as an album, I it's hard for me to con- not compare it to the previous stuff and knowing the relationship issues part of me sits there and goes i really hope these two brothers can reconcile but as an album as a whole it's not i'm not rating it as high because of what i expect out of them i'm having a hard time adjusting to the the change of uh timber almost or sound timber yeah the style change there's still some dick swinging moments I definitely agree with that, but it it feels so cookie cutter to what's out there already. That's a good way of putting it. Like I can find I can find other black metal bands that sound that they can just slip right into the the CD sleeve, goddamn near, and you, and and I could give it to to somebody else, and they just be like, "Oh yeah, this album was great." I had no idea. I feel like I really need to get a Rollins clip of this. slip. <laughs> it. <laughs> Um, 
Yeah. The, let me reiterate, though, like going through this album uh, and like the three songs, one of the songs, and I wish I could name it. Uh, I don't have my accounts brought up on this computer because I like to keep this computer clean. I don't shit where we broadcast. <laughs> um, but um, there was one song that had one part that really grabbed me of the three songs that they let you listen to. Um, trying to get you a uh, track list here. Here you go. Either Fen of Shadows, When the Paradise, uh, When Paradise Fades, or Temple of the Sun. The first three tracks. That's what they released on the platform that I'm on. Um, basically, there was like one or two memorable moments, and like through other other stuff, I was just like struggling. What I look for is music that I can't put on the in the background. This was something that I could completely put on on the background, even though it's just blah, 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 like metal and like I could put it. In, That's the forget thing. Forget it's on and just go about my thing and forget about it. And that's not what I do with metal music. I when I hear, you know, this fine heavy metal music, I look for something that just grabs me in and it's like you have my undivided attention at least the first time. So. Two things here. First of all, that's definitely a difference between us because that's what I do at work. I just put metal on and I go. It's fine if it drips out into the background, but I, I will always pick up on these these parts over the course of my day. Mm. The other thing is, With me, have you listened to the I, new? I want it. I want it to make me pay attention. Yeah. The other thing is, did you listen to the new uh, Between the Baird and Me? Two sides, the A and B, Automa? Uh, no, I haven't listened to their last few albums, and I really should because I've always really enjoyed you them. You should, because that's stuff you got to pay attention to. That's Well, that's always been the case. That's part of that's part of this for me, though, is Devouring Radiant Light fell into super backdrop for me. I did not pay attention to large chunks of it. Even when, if I am putting something in the background, I'm still conscious of what's going on, and I'm still paying attention to it. Like their their older stuff, especially stuff off beyond the permafrost. Granted, a large part of that I'm paying attention to because I have a storied history with it. Mm -hmm. But I'm listening. I'm consciously eating up all of it. This one definitely fell to the wayside, and it's it's just too bad, honestly, for a band that I appreciate so much. I literally can read something aloud and not even retain it if I'm not interested in what it is. I can consciously read through something in my head too, you know, it doesn't matter if it's like out of my mouth or aloud. My mind can go someplace else simultaneously and think about something else because whatever I'm... is disinterested. Yeah, it's, it's disinteresting. And uh, I don't know, like, how I do it. Like, you try to fucking rub your tummy and pat yourself on the head. And it seems kind of impossible, but I've, in, I've always tried, especially with reading, if I'm not interested in what I'm reading and I'm just, like, thinking, 
while I'm reading, I always try to revert back so I don't miss something. I had to do that a few times with this music. And it just, um, it wasn't something that made that thing click, kick in. That's like, I'm going to pay attention to this. I agree on this album for sure. Which, uh, those statements you made, that's very similar to me with, uh, people recommend me audiobooks and podcasts and stuff constantly, which I don't know if I've really said this on air. I don't consume podcasts and stuff as a form of media, like mm-hmm. whatsoever. I just, I can't. It just doesn't work for me. I uh, have some points to make on that uh, later on with uh, some of the stuff we're going to talk about with uh, Gene Simmons. So that's coming later on um, what we're going to publish Monday. It won't be on tonight. Or won't be on this episode. Maybe it'll be posted earlier than this one, depending on how we decide to parse this stuff out. If you're getting the audio, you're going to get this before. Yeah. It, yeah, the audio is going to get everything. But Devouring Radiant Light, unfortunately, it's it's kind of forgettable, especially compared to some of their older stuff. And you only listened to their most recent album outside of this, which was the Unleashing the Serpents. Their stuff even more previous to that was at least for me it was earth shattering at the time i still think beyond the permafrost is up there as one of my favorite albums of all time Hmm. i'll have to listen to it if it's if it's that good we shall see but uh then again you know different strokes for different folks yeah I was about to insult you (laughs) you know because because that's what your real friends do there was a a little um tidbit at the end of um the new mac groining was it disenchanted yeah El- elfo is just like i love you because you just insulted me that's right. what real friends do yeah. don't they <laughs> no, he, what he says specifically is real friends insult each other basically not uh yeah it, that's the message of it but what he said is you just um downplayed my dreams basically it's so much more than insulting it's like but that continues to happen to the uh, to him it is a uh Uh, (laughs) i think you need to watch more but our other album is uh is at the gates uh gothenburg swedish kings of melodic death metal for let's give this one a good intro in case we decide to format this one just like a little di- bit differently okay. i don't think we're gonna alienate any- anybody who actually like listens to us regularly we're trying to you know because you know our opinions don't matter and it shouldn't be taken to heart we're trying to find a better way to like parse w- our subjects because we go through a lot of different things and then finding a way to satisfy people who come to us for whatever we tagged onto it. I feel like that's one of the, you know, the things. It's a, it's a delicate balance. So let's just give it like and I'd that hope, much silence. And I'd hope our, our I'd hope our regular listeners don't f- fucking look at us as some sort of institution. <laughs> right? Cuz I'd look at you and I'd be like you're wrong. <laughs> we're uh, we're at that point where we have to we can we should more look at it we can try things out to see this works this doesn't work because eventually we're going to find the way and then we're not going to be able to do that anymore you know so 
At the Gates. <laughs> Swedish death metal band from Gothenburg. Uh, yeah, literally, I, gonna, I didn't pro- look into their history or anything. Literally the progenitor of Gothenburg melodic death metal. Look wow, at all the quotations that, I threw on yep. there. That's a little suspicious. That looks like something that um, a music blogger that I, have in, me. that I have in my feed would be like, uh, it's so pretentious sometimes. And honestly, I appreciate the guy's thought process when I do read his reviews. I'm not going to name names, but uh, just looking at the guy in his Facebook feed, he'll do like reason number 1,300, I threw out your promo for your band. And it's just like, dude, this is so unrelatable. (laughs) (laughs) You've drifted from what we were... (laughs) But at the gates, they've been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. Talking 1990... To 1996 for a brief stint, but most people remember them from the early 2000s. Around like 2007, they released a new album. I thought I had heard that name before. Where to God? Every band during that time was like at the gates. Inspiration, absolutely. Every day of my life at the gates. And you said Swedish, right? Yeah, they're from Sweden. I thought I heard a little bit of In Flames in there. Oh, first that's because In Flames had the inspiration. The album. I thought I was crazy. I was like, nobody's going to make that connection. But This album, Slaughter of the Soul, that they released in 1995, all the metal bands, no joke, from like 2000 to 2010 were just like, at the gates, Slaughter of the Soul. Just touch me in my heart, right in the right place, and you'll hear the influence throughout those bands from these guys, especially if they're trying to do the melodic death metal thing. It's an older code, sir, but it checks out. Oh, it checks the fuck out. <laughs> so they they released a new album recently. That was that was May of this year. It's May eighteenth of two thousand eight eighteen. And things to note about this band is they go through really long stints of no content. So there was nineteen ninety one to nineteen ninety five. Then it was a dead zone, and then they released an album in two thousand seven. And then they came out with another album in uh, 2014 at War With Reality. That album was super good. I was just like, wow, these guys came back. They're bringing it all to the forefront. And a thing that I think really strongly goes to their credit is they've had the same goddamn lineup forever almost. I think there's only been... That's admirable. I think there's only one guy that switched in recent memory. Uh... I'm sorry, there's two people that have switched. Early on, they lost a rhythm guitarist, and then on this most recent release, they lost their uh, uh, original bass player. But for almost their entire lifespan... until recently? This most recent album, they changed bass players. Almost 30 years? It is so admirable, and that's why their sound has been so consistent. So now, let's dig into this uh, is, album. Is this one inconsistent? No. What you, okay. I'd almost say it's... Of the two picks this week, this one bored me I was going to say it's almost too more. consistent. It's almost just the same thing all the way through. There are a couple tracks that really stood out to me. Palace of the Lepers and... Uh, I'm... I'm almost reluctant to say it because of the history 
well into the 90s that you've put down, but I heard more um, metalcore in this, and I heard more black metal in, not more, but uh, I heard, like, some metalcore in there with, like, the kind of the way they, like, do, like, some down-picking riffs, um, maybe uh, drop-tuned riffs. I'm not sure what they tune to. I wish I knew about that. I'd have a better perspective on what they listen to. I should make a point for, like, these metal bands to kind of uh, look into, like, Dig even a little harder. Yeah, that would be something really simple for me to just kind of get a perspective on how they, like, structure their riffs or something like that. I will... But, uh, um, I felt like this was almost like metalcore and black metal and trem picking. And oh, the other one was so I much wanted more to black metal. fall a fucking sleep. The other one was so much this, more dude. black metal, though. I think I thought the at the at the gates album. I personally actually enjoyed the at the at the gates album better. I thought they stayed true to form, but I did sort of have a similar feeling that you did. But that's just because the previous album that they released in 2014 at War with Reality was Dynamite. <laughs> I don't even know what other way to put it. This album seemed super consistent and uh, machine-like almost hmm. in my own mind. It just kind of plugged along at a very similar pace throughout the entire thing. I listened to this one first because it was the one that I could have access to the full copy through what I was paying for. And I listened to it almost all the way through, like I had said before, in the background. It just didn't grab me anywhere. It really didn't. Um, and then I listened to some of it again earlier intentionally trying to focus in on it and it's a lot of and a lot of I love our I love our interpretations you know I mean, but am I wrong? That's just not what holds my attention, man. Like, there can be places for that, but not all of it. I I was just so lost to um, mediocrity. It was still well recorded, but the songwriting just was not interesting. It was a lot of wow. It wasn't a man getting flayed alive at the other yeah, end of a dungeon, yeah, but it was uh, drinking from the cups of midnight and. Palace of Leopards. I mean, that shit's interesting. That's lyrical content, but it's just so delivered in the same way. It's just all so. It was the same. It's it, all so it, compressed. It all flowed to a very similar pace, and it was 
Not as interesting. Neither of yeah, these albums were not very strong. Interesting. Neither of these albums were that strong. But what? I still felt like they had to be reviewed because they're brand spanking new. Yep. They both came out this year. Because we got to pander to the hits. Got to pander to what people are looking up. That That's actually not it at all why we picked these. Because when I say... We I, picked I, these. I when I say we them. picked these, I picked them. Yes, I, I picked mean them you because they were fresh and new. And I was gonna go through with a bit there, but you just <laughs> you, you caught it. my tongue go before for I could it. say go it. Go for it. Nope, nope. It's it's already. I, spoiled. I picked them both though because they were new albums, and I honestly originally I'd only picked the Skeleton Witch album because I had been listening to this album for months now, trying to place it outside of the realm that I immediately placed it in, which was it is it fucking sounds the same as everybody else. You change your sound to fit your vocalist. It literally sounds eerily similar to the band he just came from, and you destroyed what to me was a great take on thrash that you had. You had a, you had a take on thrash, and you've almost just discarded it. And I really hope that those two brothers can reconcile and go back to making something that, to me, was seemingly original in concept. Uh, I know that... What's that fucking uh, Thanksgiving for Mother? A happy time? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly? Why don't you guys go to Waffle House and get some fucking... Do they have Waffle House in Sweden? What are they? What are they? Oh no, do I'm talking Skeleton Witch. Those oh. guys are from like Ohio or something. Mm. I'll double check. Discount. Oh, check. oh yeah. I'm I'm hoping that you don't know, fuck the music. I'm just hoping the family can get back together because you know the alienation between brothers. Is Let me cool. yeah. Let me give you a little tidbit on life. Friends aren't forever, but family is. They're literally blood-related. You cannot escape from these people. You cannot run away from these people. They will always be there, no matter what. You can try to run as far as you want. But family is always there. Family's forever. Friends, it's fickle business. Well, you know, people overuse the the term friends. Now, Skeleton Witch is from Athens, Ohio, by the way. I, I would hope... This motherfucker. It's more, more, more family. We've fucking lived together before. We've seen the the terrible shit <laughs> that uh, each other have gone through. We have, but still, there are aspects of life where friends and acquaintances fizzle out, and no matter what, you just you cannot escape family ties. It's just. It's nigh impossible. Yeah, you can you can run away. But if you run away from your family, you still have to run away from your friends. It's impossible to... Couldn't get away. Pop, 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 pop. I'm sure someone will be like, you're dead wrong. You're a retard. Sorry, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you're dead wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. Guy in the orange hat, you need to get a real job. <laughs> Which, it's just so, uh, so much. Do it. Let's uh, wrap the music review. Yeah, um, you want to put a nail in this coffin? They're both bland and boring. Yep. It's uh, a real shame. What we have coming at you next is a little op-ed 
on uh, Gene Simmons and all of his uh, kind of less savory exploits. And um, that will be on YouTube only on Monday. So if you want to see that, look through it there on uh, the Radio Lard. If you have Radio check, Lard. Radio Lard. <laughs> I might as well call us that. Right? If you if you have to check out one of the albums, though, I'd say Scout at the Witch. Gates. all right yeah i love it that's exactly what we want that's a wrap for the regular show and we will see you next week or we will see you monday